Well, hey guys. Hello. Hello. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's it feels up? like I just saw most of you guys last night. I, I, I think we did, and I can't remember. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Anyway, uh, so uh, welcome to uh, Beers of the Round Table. Um, Episode 1 of 2020. Uh, that's yeah. I suppose that's true. That is a true Happy statement. New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, hope 2020 has been treating you well thus far. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. Sobs yeah. quietly in the corner. <laughs> All right. Well, let's not waste too much time. Uh, so first off, today we've got uh, Moon Tower Black Kolsch, which uh, I actually just saw that this is from Oasis. I didn't. I didn't realize that. Wait, um, the same guys that do Wonderwall. <laughs> well, more so, I was thinking um, Oasis. Uh, Joseph, there's a beer that you and I really like from Oasis, uh, oh, and I'm trying to. I really like Wonderwall. Is it? Uh, it's the one that had it, like the Challenger hops. I know, I know exactly, and it's an English something. Yeah, it's an English bitter. English bitter, yeah. Oh. Can't remember the name of it. Can't remember the name either, but it is that. I forgot about that beer. Yeah. That you, beer is really good. <laughs> it was just instinct. There's yeah, a yeah, just real, yeah, Zach, Zach kind of prematurely <laughs> cracked on us. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead. <laughs> Do we want to give all of our names around the corner? Around the- As we pour, let's go ahead and start on over here. My name is Zach, professional podcast reviewer, and... Alcohol you're a professional enthusiast. podcast reviewer? Yes, I review <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> I'm Scott, professional podcasting beer reviewer. <laughs> I review the podcast. I, I am uh, Bobby. I'm a tinker and a wannabe hacker. And uh, I turn 27 tomorrow. Poser. Woo. <laughs> happy, happy early birthday. Ooh. <laughs> I'm Mark, and I just finished my first RGB LED little project nice. for a nice. home assistant with uh, the ESP Home Library. Nice. I like hey, it. Mark's back. Yeah. <laughs> Mark's here again. Hello. Wait, who? who is Mark? When? What? Huh? huh? He was on our first I, episode that you I can just check out saw now. Yeah. <laughs> well, first episode of the new season, which... Uh, actually, I think that was ended up being marked as season two, but so we'll need to go back oh, and fix that. Oh, I'll, I'll fix that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm Joseph. I uh, like you know beer and beer accessories. Yes, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'm Brad, and I'm just here so I don't get fined. Um, <laughs> That's right. That's right. We'll find the shit out of you if you hey. don't show up. <laughs> I said shit. It's not like I said fuck. <laughs> All right, that's one. That, that's our one. <laughs> All right, there we go. So um, moving on. Um, so. Like, you know, obviously it's the new year. It's 2020. Um, new decade. Uh, technically, well, isn't like 2020 would be the start of the decade, right? I yes, know a lot of because people, it you know, starts at zero. Yeah, so like obviously we're programmers, so that that's what makes most sense to us. So, yeah, it's a new decade. Uh, I'm uh-huh. what anybody else says. I'm going to use um, that. I'm going to use that for my co. I have a coworker who's like sitting there is like, well, technically the new year doesn't well, start or the new decade doesn't start till next year. So you're saying, I mean, like, you know, 10 doesn't. Mark, like, uh, if you got to think about it, like, you know, beginning time had to be really like uh, not talking about you know BC. Like, if you really started, it was like year zero because we didn't have a year yet. Right after right. once zero year zero completed, then year one. You know, that was the first year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I mean, yep. it just it just makes sense. It does. It does. And this person's also a programmer, so she <laughs> obviously does not index by zero. I was gonna say, and programmers all around the world agree with us. <laughs> 
Um, Especially Linux programmers. Yeah, oh, well, yes. I mean, it's not just a Linux thing. It's like anything, unless you're talking about like MATLAB or some shit. Actually, <laughs> I, I misspoke. You know, Linux uh, people, they think the time started in the 70s, so. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true, though. Uh, right. So, anyway, I want to kind of talk about um, what particular things you guys might be looking forward to this year. Yes. What have you got going up in your personal life or in, you know, society or... Because we live in a society. We do live in a society. I, I still haven't I, uh, seen that movie. What? How have I, you not seen it yet? It's on Cinemax. Now. There's only even like really? one it's on society oh. reference in that movie. But uh, w- when he does say it, I'm like, ha, he said it. He finally said he society. Said Here's another he joke. said society. <laughs> it's, it's a great feeling whenever he says that line, too. It really just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> it's a wonderful scene. A wonderful, wonderful, wonderful scene. Yeah, right. no. So. I, um, I wonder if we're going to start seeing a lot of people in suits this year because it's you know the twenties again. Well, you know, yeah, not, yeah. People are like, oh my god, we should bring back you know the the Roaring Twenties. Yeah. Well, you know what else came with the twenties? Prohibition. <laughs> well, no, that had already been put put in place. I think that was nineteen thirteen. But it's not Great Depression, you know. Yeah, Great Depression. Well, that's, uh, Towards the end wasn't of the decade, the, yeah, right? yeah. After the Roaring Twenties, the night was it nineteen twenty nine, nineteen thirty. Well, like, never a great maybe, was, maybe the Roaring Twenties brought about. The yeah, they did. Version, you know? Absolutely, because everyone people's like, uh, you know loose character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Spent all that money on those suits. Everyone's ludicrous spending was like pretty, uh, pretty messed up. The you know just messed up the economy. Yeah, zoot Thanks, suits. <laughs> all the all yeah. the underground alcohol spending. Um, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind all that if, the, boom. if the style came back a little bit, but I would want it to be more like a modern like twenty twenty modern like, dude. Dope, cyberpunk like all the way. Yeah, man. LED strips on your sw- yeah. on suits. <laughs> I want LED glasses. LED, yes. LED zoot suits. I'm telling you, zoot suits, they just need to come back already. I, I want like a flashing yeah. banner around my you know, fedora hat. It has messages. Uh, yeah, hey. zoot suits were accompanied by fedoras, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. They're, I'm not ready for that it's, one. It's the They're decade a little different of the neckbeard. Ah, shit. It, yeah. <laughs> but like, they looked classy back, back then. Yeah. You know, like, you can't. I mean, it's just it's just the times have changed. Like you can't go back to that. We've already realized our mistakes as a society. A society. It's like, a society. You know, society. society. Everybody dressed like that, and now not everyone does. So yeah. if you're dressing like that, it's like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, you're 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 you're, <laughs> you're saying you're something, breaking not something sure here. What? <laughs> trying to bring it back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I guess let's uh, let's bring it around uh, counterclockwise. I know this was a really hard thing for us to grasp on last cast. Counterclockwise from you? Clockwise versus counterclockwise. I did so, uh, get it a little bit mixed up. Zach said clockwise, and we, we correctly went clockwise, but uh-huh. I was I was insisting that we, it was counterclockwise. Everyone gets confused. No, this I do is... have a watch. We can look at it. <laughs> but this time, I want I want to actually go counterclockwise. Why are you looking at me? Because this is clockwise <laughs> every year, man. Well, okay, I'll tell you something. You know, Bobby usually sits to my left, and I always I, I used to always just look yeah, at Bobby. Yeah, always just like, I'm like, did I, <laughs> did I do something wrong? So, like, you know, just get used. To it. Like I think my head just goes to the left when it when like you know he wants input, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fine with that too. So uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm the guy. Right? You're the guy. You're you the are guy. the guy yeah. this time. Hold around. on, I gotta check. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. So we're talking about stuff we're looking forward to, right? Yes. Yeah. That's so exactly it. at least for me. I was like, what am I really looking forward to? And then I remembered, I'm going to fucking Disney. Sorry, you guys. I said the F-bomb. <laughs> I'm going to we're Disney. At two? We're, we're rated I think we're a little bit higher than that. A little bit higher. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to Disney at the end of the month, and I'm really excited for that because uh, I'm going to make a lightsaber. 
Oh, supremely jealous. Oh, you can do that now. You can make yeah. a lightsaber. And a droid. You can and also go make a droid. You can make a droid. I want to go to Disney now. I didn't know that I wanted to go to Disney, but I want to go to Disney now. Dude, it, it's a great reason to go. And I don't, I'm kind of undecided on what color I kind of want well, for my lightsaber. So, I don't know. Can we take a poll real quick? There's and, only one right answer. And, like, you know, the colors that are available. You're not allowed stock. to get yeah. purple. What? <laughs> You're not allowed to get purple is the only uh, rule. You have to get red, man. Oh, yeah, really? that's the only okay. right answer. Yeah. And no, get, red, get green, there's dude. There's a chance of getting a black crystal. So the, the stock oh, colors really? are yeah, blue, green, purple, and red. And then there's a shop you can go to afterwards to get some extra colors. I don't know what the extra colors are. <laughs> I'm assuming, you get a I'm assuming that you'll be able to yeah. get yellow. Uh, I get, I get a yellow. yellow. Reasons. I get yellow. They were <laughs> reasons. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, as I said, I'm not really sure what color I'm going to get, but I'm excited to sell for that. So, uh, yeah. That's definitely something to be excited for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, big colors. Big color vibes. Big color energy. One of my coworkers actually just recently did that and was like super excited about it when he came home. He's like, <laughs> I bet. Check out the crystal and everything and it comes apart. And like, Dude. Yeah, I had to look up on the flight because I, I was kind of afraid like, hey, this kind of looks like a baton of some kind. Like, are they going to stop me? <laughs> it's hefty. Apparently, they're cool with it on all the airlines. So well, That's good. Like, I know, you can I be know, a Jedi Knight on an airline. I remember <laughs> reading like not so long ago when Galaxy's Edge really kind of first opened, like one of the big things that was causing an issue is that they were selling like Coke bottles and stuff that looked like uh, thermal detonators from Star Wars. <laughs> and uh, TSA had to ban it. They're like, you know, you can't bring these on the flight because they kind of look like grenades. <laughs> well, that's fair. What's also cool is like if you go and do it again, you can actually, if you choose a different path, you can mm. actually take some of those parts and create another lightsaber. You're 100% right. I think yeah. it is. It does well, it's work like, like that. You can do, I forget what it is. You'll get like options of like defense or attack or all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then of those, you'll get two options of like how you want to build it. So cool. You can Shoot, then take I'm your going. parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to go. I, I didn't know that they offered these services, but I mean, this is absolutely wonderful. It's pretty, yeah. it's, yeah, it's kind of a newer thing. Um, they're, they opened some new rides and stuff too, but you know what else they just opened is hmm. the cantina. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so we, we go get blue milk. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you can go get blue milk. So, do you think? Yeah, they got, they got blue and green milk now. Oh, and green milk. Yeah. 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 I don't know what the green milk is supposed to be. The green milk is from The Last Jedi. Is it really? Yeah, when yeah. you suck when, it on like, the he, he squeezed it straight from the, like, it still looked blue for me. Whoa! Well, it's, it, 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 it had a green tinge to it, and like that was that was the thing. I was like, oh, he, he squeezed the green titty milk. <laughs> Let me ask you something though: is it is it? Do they have alcohol at that? Yeah, at that yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, but they it's really expensive. But you can, yeah. There's also it's a 45 minute limit. Like you can only be in there for 45. Yeah, minutes. they actually have like stormtroopers come and like carry you out. That's yeah. pretty cool. I'm down with that. I want to. Now go. I want to stay past my reservation time. <laughs> you want to yeah. get the full immersion. The full immersion. It's time to go. These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> See if that works. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hold back. I want to be thrown out. <laughs> Rough me up. Pull out my lightsaber. Make me. Make me leave. Show me why they call you a stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for me. I'm gonna hit up the cantina and uh, get a lightsaber. Nice. And, um, nice. Yeah. Y'all gonna go to. Um, there's a restaurant that Kara was telling me about uh, called Be Our Guest. In, Ooh. It's in Magic Kingdom, I think. I think we actually are going to go to that. Yeah, it's tailored after um, all, you know, Beauty and Beast. I think it's called, like, Storybook Dining Experience or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, we're definitely going to go to that, and I want to taste the gray stuff. Well, okay, so I I, I recently looked up the menu to it. It was like, we're trying to plan our trip, too. I didn't find the gray stuff on the menu. Really? Anywhere. What? Yeah. 
It's a dessert. I mean, may- maybe they have it, and it's just not on the menu that's on the website. But they've got to have it. They'd be insane. What, <laughs> what is the grace? Though? Well, it's just part. Of, it's from the the movie, and I know this because, like, you know, we watch it all the time now with the EV uh-huh. and stuff like that. But like, you know, part of the song where they're like, you know, be our guest, be our guest, and like, you know, all the furniture and crap is dancing. Um, the the candle is like, try the grace stuff. It's delicious. Yep. And it's like it's like gray mush on a plate or yeah. something. <laughs> Kind of like weird in a swirl. Well, because you know, you know they're not humans anymore. They don't really like need to eat. So, like, I guess they're bad at cooking now. Best soup. I see. <laughs> yeah, man. They're gonna like turn back into humans, and then they don't know like how to actually like eat or chew food. Like they've forgotten their. <laughs> they've forgotten to breathe. <laughs> <they're>... <laughs> yeah, man. Could I just, you I just, imagine? Uh, have a qualm with that movie now that I watched it more recently since we're going to Disney and stuff. Like, why doesn't this Lumiere guy melt? He's a, he's a candle. He's a candle. He has Lumiere. a existence. He's burning. The only time he starts to melt is when one of the bad guys tries to melt him, like with fire. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. With more fire. Does yeah. does he stay on fire whenever he turns back into human? Does he like turn back in his head and like, <laughs> <laughs> his head arms Please. are just completely on fire? Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. But uh, I don't know. There's one part of the movie where when everyone is uh, spoiler alert when they're storming the you know beast castle. There's one part in the corner. If you look, there's a drawer. I got a drawer set, and yeah. it's holding a baseball bat. That's all I knew about on Facebook. And I was like, I've never noticed that, but I was crying laughing at that. Just, this, this drawer from Ikea, just like, oh, man. He's you walk by here, that's it. You came to the wrong neighborhood, <laughs> yeah. fool. Yeah, that newest Ikea model, Wreck'em. Wreck'em. <laughs> wreck. All righty. Well, Mark, how about you? All right. Well... A lot of the things I'm excited for 2020, I feel like I've been excited for kind of for a little while. Um, one of the things that didn't necessarily happen right in 2020, but right before, was this VR game called Boneworks, mm, and yes. I've been following it for a really like long time through development. It's uh, made by the guys, or it's made by one of the guys who's on the uh, Node channel. You, you guys know what that one is? It's like where they're like they play games together and stuff, and it's just mm-hmm. basically like game channel, whatever. Um, so he's been he him and like this other company have been working on it for a while. They finally released it. My good friend from college bought it for me on Steam, which I was really excited hey. about. <laughs> and so I've been I've been playing that a lot lately, and it's really cool because I think it exposes like uh, how far the boundaries of VR can be pushed, even just with the same amount of hardware that you have, just uh, based off of like the uh, kind of just. I guess the physics engines that, that, that they made, basically it tricks your mind into thinking that objects have mass. So like you can huh. actually kind of feel like things have weight huh. in huh. the game. Interesting. And like the, the, the whole entire first part of it is like, you're just going through and just these different kind of almost like mini games type things where you're like, go up and you pick up literally a weight, like, like a barbell <laughs> with like weights on it. And it's like, <laughs> if you try to like move your hands too quickly, your hands will slip off of it. And if you try to move them just a little bit too fat, too fast, like faster than you should, based off of like what strength you should have, mm-hmm. um, it will like the object won't move as quickly as your hands are, mm. and it like tricks your mind into thinking like, oh wait, I gotta put my hands back there. So like you kind of like slow down and you move at the proper pace that you would be able to move, hmm. uh, wow. based off of the object that, that you're is, working with. Let me ask cool. you, what what VR are you running on right now? Uh, the Oculus Rift. So the like, Oculus Rift original. Yeah. Same. Uh, no, it's wait, I guess no. the commercial. The, the commercial. The, the commercial one? Yeah, not the developer kit, right? So I guess it's I guess that's So there's the, the Oculus, Rift, the right? Rift <laughs> S, and then the Quest are oh, the big okay. three that are out right now. Okay, I actually yeah, yeah. have the Quest on order right now and I get nice. mine in February, so Ooh. my 
yeah, I was I was like, I, I want to get into VR, but I don't have a really good rig for it. Do you know if Boneworks is available for the Quest? Uh, that's a really good question. I hope so. I, I feel like there's more games being ported to the Quest. Like an, another one that I really like to play is, is uh. Onward. And uh, that's a really cool one. I like the really high quality. Like, there's definitely a quality difference between the games that you play. Like, not just right. graphics, but but the way that you interact with objects and it really affects your immersion. But uh, but yeah. So <laughs> uh, I haven't played the uh, the Quest, and I haven't played the Rift S. I have a friend who has the Rift S who uh-huh. likes it. And that's like that's got the cameras on board, right? Yeah, like, it's like a little bit more precise or something right. like that. Yeah, uh, but right now I think it's kind of a it's a moot point because the Quest now has uh, Link. Yeah, and now that it has Link, that's why I got the Quest instead of a regular headset. Wait, what is, what is Link? So you can use a USB C cable with high enough data throughput to go ahead and use it as a regular full fledged uh, desktop headset, Ooh. very similar to that. that. Makes it like the Rift, also, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's exactly like the Rift at that point. But um, the issue is, is that obviously I don't have a computer for something like that right now, and maybe in time I will. But you know, it's it's nice to have. You know, something that I can use now and play with now while I work up to that kind of point. But I've been seeing Boneworks, like, everywhere, and it's one of those ones that I'm super excited about, like, trying to get my hands into. Yeah, I highly recommend it. It's really cool. Like, you can, like, climb objects. and I mean, I could talk about it for a long time. But you hit people <laughs> with shovels and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, all sorts of around. Like, yeah. Yeah. It actually makes a satisfying, like, thump noise, too, from what I can tell. Like, I was watching a video this morning, and somebody playing Boneworks, and it's just so funny, like, the, some of the stuff that you do in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bobby. Oh, my turn. Yeah. Um, this year's probably going to be like a kind of a grindy year. Like, I'm really excited to finally get my degree out of the way. Um, definitely going to try to be, I don't know, I think the, the the thing that I'm looking forward to the most is like just getting my degree and starting up and, you know, moving on up in the world, really. Just a, a year to kind of be more present and I actually got like this big whiteboard in my room that I like written all my goals on. And created a timeline and everything like that. So, yeah, buddy. Yeah, nice. yeah. Yes. So, like, definitely just more excited to kind of, like, Visualize. be, be pre- yeah. <laughs> like, I'm excited to be more present and to just kind of, like, tackle small goals, like, one-on-one and then just, you know, move on that way. Because I feel like 2019, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And I was just, like, all over the place. And I was like, hey, I didn't get that much done. But so now I'm just, like, kind of, like, refocusing and, like, hey, you can do this. You know, you're almost done. And I don't know, that's, like, I'm really excited for that mainly just to start up and then just get more into ethical hacking and get my degree. And it's a couple games that are coming out as well that, uh, Actually, what, what is, is it? Is it the Xbox Tower that's coming out in the year? Series oh, X? Oh God! Series X. I'm gonna call it the Xbox Tower because it looks like a tower. <laughs> it does. Like Xbox tower. refrigerator. I'm, I didn't think I was gonna, you know, necessarily. Did you guys see that tweet though? Which one? Someone took the Xbox and they put it on the left, and then they took a PlayStation, or they took a a black refrigerator and put the PlayStation logo on it, and then like a news <laughs> no. uh, website picked, picked it, it up, up and, and it was said, like, "Oh my god!" They're like. This may be the new look at the PlayStation oh my 5. Or he tweeted back, like, I literally put the PlayStation logo on a, on a refrigerator. <laughs> That's amazing. So, like, I didn't think I was going to be, uh, I don't know, taking part, I guess, in the next, like, consoles. Because, I mean, I don't really have time to play video games now. Yeah. But, like, once I saw the PS5, I was like, this thing looks wonky. And then, <laughs> like, honestly, like, just how it looks physically is weird. What and does it look like? It's like a... 
It looks like, like a, a like a V. Yeah, it looks like a big V, and you could put a slice of pizza on it. It's really weird. <laughs> what? What is what? The v it looks? For? It looks really weird. Because like it's five. Hey Jamie, uh, pull that up. Yeah, I'm <laughs> try to pull up. Basically, it's like if, if you got a Blu-ray, if you get a Blu-ray p- player, and then it has like layers on the second layer. That's on like the full flat layer on so the bottom. It has a pizza slice warmer. You on could it. like it. Looks, it looks like it looks like you just take like take a slice of. A pepperoni pizza and just lay it on it, and it probably like so. Well, look, man, it, they they know their audience, obviously. Yeah. So well, no, they it. obviously don't because I'm not a fan of pepperoni. Can well, I? I, do, can I have well, a you don't have to have like you know pepperoni on your pizza, but I'm saying like you know all, but what they probably did is they probably also lessened their cooling on the CPU so that it purposely gets a little bit hotter than normal. So that stick you your pizza, pizza on there, yeah. you know, and it warms I it mean, up. Yeah, it looks like you can, you can, be, you can be eating one slice while you're playing and have one slice on deck on on the PlayStation. It looks like a. I don't like that. It looks like a ship. Looks like because I. Uh, it looks like the carrier ship from Halo. Hmm. But, you know, the, the Covenant get carrier out. ship? Wow. Get out of so, here. So, <laughs> do you guys remember when the PS3 came out? I remember seeing, like, image macros and memes of, like, the PS3 basically having everything, right? So, it's got, like, a drink holder, and I saw, like, yeah. an image of somebody, like, yeah. had the top flipped up, and it's, like, a grill in there. Like, I feel like this is, this is an evolution of that. Well, it's, like, a kind of a, I think it's a common theme, because every time there is a new iteration of the console, it's like, oh, now it does this, now it does that, now it does <laughs> yeah. this. So, like, especially when the Xbox One was first announced. Because yes. like when they first started trying to market it, and they rolled back on it hard, but they first were pushing it like like there's like a game console, yes, but it's supposed to be the center of your media entertainment. You can like pass through your your set top box through it yeah. and have your TV going on it, all Apparently the media. The Continue to have that pass through, which is fine. But like when they first came out with it, they marketed it super hard at like not really as yeah. a game console. Like you don't need yeah. anything else in your yeah you know, ever well, that in was, your living room. That we was before <laughs> our Lord and Savior, uh, who's the head of Xbox right now. Oh, uh, Spencer. Phil Spencer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It seems like he's been turning. Yeah, them he, around. he's turns. I mean. Under him, they got backwards compatibility right. for Xbox yeah. 360 and original Xbox. Because like I really like my One S when I got it because mm-hmm. like it's a really cheap 4K Blu-ray player. Right. It's an Xbox for when I get the occasional console game. But now that I've started playing Jedi Fallen Order on it, and like it slows down a couple times at some places, I'm like, damn, that's just Jedi. Now man. I need now I need a new console. Well, yeah, I, I have the X, and yeah, apparently it still even, does the same thing. Even on yeah. the X, like there are major problems. Okay, well now I don't feel so bad, and, and Carol will be happy because I'll stop talking about wanting a new console <laughs> but, uh, for that one just game. build a new pc <laughs> man so like i'm just excited for you know to get a lot of work done in 2020 and uh the xbox tower because i didn't think i was gonna be part of the next console generation and i saw it and i was like you know one, one drawback about that though is i hear that they're not going to have any console exclusives for a while really when mm-hmm. whenever and that's kind of weird that xbox like Microsoft is doing that because every Xbox that's come out has had like exclusives like on release, but apparently this one won't do that. Well, you maybe know it's because they're doing PC stuff as well too. Yeah. And you know something I saw recently that I think is actually really kind of interesting, and I think I want to see how this is kind of go over the years. Is that Xbox has started a program? I don't know if you guys know that's like kind of like like the iPhone trade-in programs. Yeah. Like after every yeah. year you get a, you get a new iPhone. Xbox is starting to do that, where it's mm-hmm. like you buy an Xbox, you pay it off over time with like payments, and they're like, and if you make enough payments, you'll upgrade to the Series X when it comes out. Oh, yeah. That's hmm. interesting. Yeah. Huh. So I'll, uh, really cool, I'm, actually. I'm really excited to get I know there's actually like the different tiers of the, of the Series X as well. Like There's like a base model. Yeah. 
really? and there's like something else that comes out. And then like, there's the you don't need this model. Yeah, you don't need this $32,000 model. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I heard. I, I think that might be a rumor still, but... 32 well, gigabytes I mean, of They are doing that because it's the streaming only is like what Brad's talking about where you make the payments and... Well, they, they when I was looking at it, they had it for all tiers. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I just heard about the like streaming your, your, pay, your payment just keeps going up depending on what model you get. Okay. Mm. But yeah, I, I, I hadn't known that they had that model out until well, I started looking at that too. I don't too. think that model has actually come out yet. Really? Okay. Yeah. So it's just a thing that they're talking about. Like where like they're actually taking out the disk drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The no disk. Yeah, so they're doing a no disk drive on there. Well, it, what for? It's, it's no disk. Well not, not on the Series X, but like they have a version of the Xbox and I can't remember if it's the S or the X. I don't know. It's one of the two, but they took out the disk drive. It just has a hard drive in it, and you just download games on it. Yeah, just or, do the full digital. I think right. they tried to do or that with the Xbox do, 360 at one right. point or something. And then you can get Game Pass on top of that, so right. you can just download any first-party Dude, game games as amazing. they come out. Yeah. Game Pass is great. I think if after I get that, I think that's what my replacement's going to be for um, for uh, Stadia. would be like yeah. they're there. Because I think Game Pass will eventually meld into their Microsoft Dude, Cloud game program. Pass, game like Ultimate Game Pass, like, like a quick shout-out to them, because that is... Seriously, like a, a good deal. You're getting Xbox. Are we going to start playing Sea of Thieves again? Yeah, like you get, you get, you get Captain. <laughs> you get Xbox Live Goals, and you get a huge library like of games. Uh, just however long you pay, and it's only like fifteen, sixteen dollars a month. So that's a big steal, and like a lot of the games on there are pretty cool. Yeah. Well, but, uh, let me ask this also. Does anybody have uh, the the new um, Master Chief Collection? Yeah, all? I do. I do. For PC? Yep. Not yet. Yeah, you do. If you, have, if you have Game Pass. I was so we, we talked about it. No, like, I, I want this. that game, but we kind of talked about this last time, how like the only thing available for it is Halo is Reach. Reach. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I downloaded it. I got all excited. I like booted it up. And then I was like, what the fuck? I can't select any of the other games. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm not even going right. to waste oh, my time until Halo 3 is available. Yeah. Reach is still yeah. good multiplayer. That is the best though. one. Yeah. But Reach, though, is close second for me. But, like, <laughs> the Reach's three. story is eh, in my opinion. Well, it's definitely not. It does not follow the books at all. Totally just, like, <laughs> ruined it. Like, Spartan 3s were literally never on Reach. Non-canon. Did not happen. <laughs> You didn't have six Spartans breeze die on reach? Yeah, Yeah, not even one. (laughs) All right, Bobby, did you have anything else? No, that was it. All right. Just chill. Well, not really chill 2020, but kind of chill because I'm going to like level up. Level up. And turn Super Super Bobby. Am I the only one that feels like that TV is getting (laughs) louder? Yeah. I can't hear it. I noticed that. Is someone over there? I don't know. Anyway. uh, (laughs) Scott. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I'm looking forward to drinking more beer. Uh, oh yeah, hell yeah! Hopefully, I can actually start brewing again. That would be that'd be great. Um, I really enjoyed my blonde that I made, but I haven't like I, I've been I've been reading the book that I got. Nice. Uh, I guess two years ago now at this point about mead and stuff like that. The ancient mm. mead. Yes, that's a good one. It I is like that book. so good. Yeah. Like it is really like made me think about like. How botanicals can work yeah. in in all of brewing, yeah, not for just, sure. Not just you know mead. Yeah, um, I don't know what else am I like, continuing to work on my game. Yeah, it's been yes, fun. Yes. This morning I was like analyzing Gen One and Gen Two and Gen 3's map and like how they connect to the world and stuff hmm. like that. And uh, I've been working on my map as well. So nice, it's <laughs> nice. Been fun, very nice. Uh, I don't know. Other than that. I don't know. I think I'm going to Alaska this year. Nice. Cool. Yeah, cool. buddy. Yeah, man. What's Alaska. Alaska? Well, so my 
mom is getting ready to retire and when she does she's gonna go visit my grandma who still lives up there cool you still got family in there yeah and i think my mom's gonna go for like a month but i'll probably just go for like one weekend and mm-hmm. like hang out with her and stuff like that and there's like this really good small mexican restaurant there Ooh. that i like going to that has like decent tacos it's, it's like the one place where it's like <laughs> yeah it's all right it Alaska, reminds you of, of texas because it actually has yeah. like tacos the way you get it here uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. with cheese yeah 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 with cheese so yeah I, I, i'm looking forward to doing that man i could go for some nice tacos right now yeah oh my god this That's morning you got me all jealous this yeah morning. i saw that dude so there is this there so i live in for all of our listeners i live in dallas far far north dallas and there are taquerias scattered throughout the different little neighborhoods around here. And out of one of the gas stations off 635 and 75, there is a taqueria that's just kind of wedged in there. It's super sketchy. Like, there's no parking spots ever. Just, like, 20 people sitting around. Like I would make the, the argument the fact that it's sketchy means it's better. Exactly <laughs> why we went there. That's how you know, I, I strong, went in, strong correlation. I think I went in there right after New Year's or something like that. Or maybe it was right before New Year's. And I was, I was feeling a little bit rough from uh, partying the night before. And uh, we went in there, and it just happened to be the weekend. So this place only does menudo on Saturdays and Sundays. And so I ordered the menudo. And the bowl that they give, if you Dude, have huge. seen my Instagram, that it a, is... That was a very big bowl. Was, it's a massive bowl. massive very big bowl. And then they do the perfect trepa, which is absolutely mm. fantastic. Yeah, I mean, see, it's like, nice and crunchy. Yeah, you know, like, I really like them when they're like really nice and crunchy like that and we're like really crispy. Yeah, you know, I mean, you, so you kind of have to have it that way. Yeah. What are those again? Uh, tripas, it's uh, beef intestine. Like, yeah, tripe. Oh, okay, tripe. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, no. Tripe is something different. Really? That's also... Is it a false cut? So 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 tripe is like the honeycomb kind of that like, goes in pho. Yeah, right? and like I don't really know like what part of the cow that is, but mm. but tripas are specifically something different where it's mm. beef intestine. Yeah. Okay, okay. And that's a tube. Today I learned. Today you learned. <laughs> that's a false uh, cognate for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I guess my last thing is I'm gonna continue to log every video game I play. Nice. You're nice. logging Ooh. it right now. Yeah, yeah. So like I did that all last year in 2019, and uh, it, it was it was so cool just going back and looking through everything I played and like how I just would start a game and just like fuck this game after a week and like <laughs> go on and just play stuff I've already played before. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. That that is pretty much what I'm looking forward to. Cool, cool stuff. It is good stuff, man. Well, for 2020, what I have going forward is I've ordered myself an Oculus Quest. Nice. Hell yeah. Yes. I'm about <laughs> to enter the realm of VR after many, many, many years of, of trying to go through and finally uh, enter the realm in the sphere. I, I've gone through and I've had the cell phone VR headsets. I have gone through and I've played plenty of VR through other people's headsets, and then they have Dreamscape. Over at North Park Mall. If you guys have ever been over there, it's sponsored by AMC. Kind of an interesting concept, but a movie theater, essentially. Mm-hmm. Over the course of like 30 minutes, you walk through. It's got hand and feet tracking. You carry around a backpack computer. 
and you get to explore well, these different scenarios. Like the walls, I, I just right? played that like a week no, ago. No, it's not even it's not even like real walls. Like here's the crazy thing is that we did the uh we did the uh Indiana Jones one, all right. So this Indiana Ooh. Jones one is absolutely crazy. It goes through and actually allows you to play with like eight people. Six to eight people, I think is what it was. And as you go through it, there's a part where you get split up, okay? You're in a room that's 10 by 10, essentially. That's that's it, and it's no walls or anything like that. But you feel like you're sectioned off because in the VR world, there are walls that are set up and everything like that. And there's, like, booby traps you have to kind of jump through. But you could be – the other team or the other section of the team could be, like, sectioned off and walled off from you. And you feel like you're, like, far away. You don't know where they're at. But technically, they're only, like, five feet away from you. And it's so trippy. It's so – I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's unreal. It really is just unreal. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to order it. And I want to start this year. I don't know if I could do anything like this because I'm not much of a 3D modeler or anything. But I would think it would be cool to like make like a little like you know VR project of some sort. Like whether it be like it's something that I've always wanted to do as an IDE for you know in VR. Basically, mm-hmm. think like you know like Tron Legacy. Yes. Do something like that. Build like some kind of like super simple like block coding, you know, IDE or something like that. Or um, just a couple of like interesting stuff like that. Nice. But I got that going on. And then. And you're moving to Canada. I'm moving to Canada. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Not not trying to stay here anymore. No, I'm just playing. No, I am. I am staying here for the most part. Vacations, all that good stuff. But VR is, is my life at this moment in time. Welcome to the fold. <laughs> Seriously, highly recommend. It's even more fun when you play with other people because, like, when you uh, when you actually interact with somebody that you know in real life, mm-hmm. like, but over VR, like, it's weird because you can see their. Depending on the game, you can kind of like see their mannerisms, and you can be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> like this guy, it's is, him, it's him. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> and especially with the height too, because a lot of the games will adjust <laughs> to your height. So if someone's really tall, like they'll be really tall in game. <laughs> that's so awesome. You can high, high five each other, so it's, it's pretty crazy. Dude, you know that's what I want to. That's what I want to do. I want to. I want to be able to do VR experiences because I don't leave home as much anymore. Um, I think it's just kind of expensive to go out and go do stuff around here, and I really do. I really did enjoy. Um, I really did enjoy uh, Dreamscape, like getting to enjoy that with friends. But I hear like if you have like Rec Room and stuff like that, uh, th- those kinds of like large scale like fun. VR games or even VR chat. Like I'd like to do VR chat like with friends or something like that. Just because I don't know, I think it it is uh, it, it is an unreal experience for anyone who hasn't tried it yet. I highly recommend it, and it would be. Such a great way to kind of like connect with your friends, even more so than just communicating with each other over Slack or in a group I, message. We should, I, I we guess should that's it. why. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I think that's kind of maybe why Facebook decided to is getting into, into it. it. You yes, know, like invested in Oculus in the first place because they saw that it would be a good social platform. Yeah, I think a lot of people maybe have an idea that like, oh, video games are antisocial, and it's like. You know, to to a certain extent, I can see I can see that aspect, but there is also some cool thing to be able to say, like, "Hey, I can hang out with my friend who's on the other side of the planet or like, yeah, the country." You, you can literally hang out a, with them. You it's know, it's a pretty personal. It's yeah. a much more personal experience than just talking over the phone. Yeah, yeah. like we should uh, you know. do some uh, 
cast over VR. Dude, I mean, it sounds it sounds goofy, but we could totally do, do like that. cast in VR, and I'm pretty sure it would be super simple to do it via VR chat or something else uh, like that. I guess that. I gotta yeah. get a, a you know an Oculus then. Do it. Yeah, but then we're gonna lose all of our you know multi-channel niceties of like being able to isolate everybody's voices. Really? <laughs> well, if I mean, we I don't know a good way to like mm. get be like, six separate channels over like, the internet. You like voice local meter. record yourself, right. and then everyone sends. Yes. It that's what I was like about that. to say. So you'd have to. I mean, I don't know. I'm Distributed mixing. That sounds like a synchronization nightmare, but <laughs> it <does>. just <laughs> one person claps. <laughs> that's it. And hopefully, it's loud enough to go over everyone's speaker. <laughs> so, so. Anyway. But, yeah, we we about to crack this. Yeah, beer. I mean, we, I think we've already oh, okay. gone into it. So uh, yeah, now we got going on um, Martin House's. Go for it. Friday IPA, which as soon as I poured this and I smelled it, that was the most dank hopper. Well, is, uh, not the most. But it, it was it was a good dank hopper, oh man. I just looked it up and I think it's got some Chinook hops in there, which uh, yeah, it's which hella dank, dude. Are, are nice and uh, it's super pungent. Is this one unfiltered? Um, I don't know if I'd go that far. It's hazy as all, hell, though. Oh, yeah. It's got some particulates in there. Wow. That's all just like in stasis. Yeah. It's just like, huh? What's up, buddy? <laughs> it's not like traditionally hazy, but it's definitely unfiltered. Mm. Yep. I saw this one over at Midway, and it caught my eye because the label's really colorful. And it's got a good color scheme, you know, with the yellow, green, and yeah. orange. Yeah. It has good can artwork. Yeah. And so I, I Googled it real quick, and... um. The thing that really convinced me to buy it is it said it's the northeastern style of, of IPA. So I was like, we like the, oh, the New England okay, style. Okay, yeah, New England, so. yeah, yeah. I didn't realize um, that, that that's what they were going for. Yeah, so I was like, we kind of enjoy that style here on oh, the yeah. cast. So I figured it would be, be a good addition. The best. Hey, 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 Brad, what you got going on in 2020, man? Man, I've been sitting here this whole time trying to think. It's, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Because like, cause I don't really have anything concrete going on this yeah, year. Yeah, for me, it's just like general, like, hey, here's a resolution I, I want to stick to, like stick like, to a goal. But I've got a lot of, you know, moving pieces going on, which, yeah. like, you know, I don't really want to talk about anything until it's, like, nailed down because oh, yeah. I'm superstitious and I feel like oh, that's bad juju. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get any of my goals done now that I told it you guys that. <laughs> Whoops. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I've got a lot of things that I, I'm looking forward to. Um, but I guess things that I will talk about later, like, later cast maybe, yeah, or like, just to us. I got the series, like you know, I'm looking forward to the new kind of series X Xbox. Yeah. That's that's interesting. That I comes mean, out holiday this year. Holiday right? 2020 is what it's uh labeled. You for. know, you know, I'm legit gonna, I'm legit just gonna save up all my monies. That door's gonna slam. Bam. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna save up all my monies just to get the the most elite model the most series elite. X. And I honestly think after that. That'll probably be my last console for a while. I really hope it's something like just ridiculously crazy, like yeah. thirty-two gigabytes of RAM. I hope it's I hope it's stupid big. I really, really hope you all get VR headsets. Five hundred and twelve yeah. terabytes. I've got a VR headset actually. I've got really? a, I've got an HTC Vive. I just like haven't really used it a whole month, a whole bunch. I, I played a I played super hot VR, which I really liked. Oh yeah, super hot. Yeah, hot. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of started playing Fallout uh, Four VR a little bit, but kind of stopped for two reasons. Fallout Four is not that great. Um, and to like something that like I'm having a lot of trouble with, um, is movement in a first person VR game. Mm-hmm. Cause like mm. I'm doing room scale, but my room is small. So yeah, it's yeah. like, that's part of it. And, uh, Fallout 4 had like the direct movement where you could just move the touchpad and your character would move. Right. As soon as I turned that on, I was like, I, and I moved it and it feels like the floor is just pulling out from under you. Right. Like that's the way I can describe it. And that scared the crap out of me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's turn that off. Yeah. So I went back to the point and click moving. Right. 
and it you know it works well enough and you can peek out from behind corners and shoot at people so like you know that's a lot of fun yeah, yeah. um well, like i really like vr and especially like the even like um valve's like vr lab thing was really cool i have a really cool um uh archery game yeah so it's like it's like a bunch of little like kind of mini games some of them are just like here look at this thing but other ones are like actual games they've got a cool archery one where like you're like basically defending a castle and it's like these little like stick people basically like you know coming towards it and you're like having to shoot them with a bow and arrow and that's a lot of fun (laughs) i like it nice yeah the only uh vr i ever used was i mean one that i owned was uh the note fives like Samsung, yeah, the little Galaxy, Samsung, headset. Galaxy headset. I still yeah. have that. I don't have a Note Five I anymore. Forgot that existed. Yeah, I used that. Like, I got it for free. I don't know how I got it, but I guess the guy at the store was like, "Oh yeah, you call it qualified. Here you go." And I got like a free. Is headset. that the ones that they're using? Where it's like that, like really kind of like I guess memeified picture where it's like all the people in the audience using the VR headsets. Yeah. And like, like Mark Zuckerberg is like walking through, and it's like a drug dealer never uses his own supply or yeah. something. <laughs> so, so that was cool. There wasn't like a lot of. It was more like kind of like a situational experience there's some games on there but it was mostly like you sitting in a room like in a chair and it's like oh, i recommend you put it on your headset and mm-hmm. sitting in a chair this is one that just has a bunch of jump scares and i was like okay cool mm-hmm. and that's one that you can like uh play your spotify uh playlist to and like the environment would react to the noises and i was like this is cool uh i'm never going to use this ever again <laughs> like tried getting on the internet with it and it just didn't work properly like you have to like look up and down and, like, I watched Netflix on it, which was really weird because it was, like, why wouldn't you just go out and to your TV and yeah, watch see, it? Like, yeah, like, that was my thing. Like, that was, like, one of my first experiences with, like, VR. Is like, Zach and I both found this, like, headset that you could, like, pop your phone into. Yeah. And, like, it didn't have any – like, it was supposed to emulate Google Cardboard, but it didn't, it didn't have the button that was, like, supposed to go with it or anything yeah, like that. Right. So you were just, like, looking at things. And you could only do things by, like, moving your head and looking at something. Yeah. But – Excuse me. I thought that was like really interesting. Like the whole yeah. oh, watch Netflix and VR. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to feel like you're in a movie, movie theater. Excuse me, movie theater. Yeah. And like you know you're watching it, but like VR is too uncomfortable right now, at least with yeah. the headsets and stuff, to just sit there and like watch a movie. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I remember like there was one where it's kind of public. There was like one kind of, I guess, little meetup room where you can just download it and you're just in a room with a bunch of other people. They also have it, and there's like a couple people in there and they're just talking about random stuff. And it was like, oh, yeah, look at the show. And I, like, turn around, and there's, like, four people sitting behind me watching this Netflix video. And I'm like, I'm out of here, dude. This is hey, weird. you know what? You know what? This is, this, this, this is the future of flicks. This, oh. You can create a VR room to watch something with your friends. Movie night. Movie night. That'd be cool. Except we'll and never get the rights to anything, yeah. but, you know. The watchless watch party. Also, Self-hosted. I guess while we're on the topic of VR really quick, are you guys excited about Half-Life 3? Isn't that I, not an actual it's thing? Not really, Half Life Three. It's, it's like Half Life Two like episode two point eight. Two point eight final mix. It's, <laughs> but it, it, it's like an, it, it's like episode three, right? Isn't that what like it actually is? Yeah. So they it's, did finally get the three somewhere. Well, okay. Here's the thing: is that it's a prequel. Is the other big thing too? Oh, Half Life Alex. Yeah, Half Life uh, Alex is what it's called, right. and I am extremely excited about it. It's part of the. I'm. I am my favorite. Excuse me. One of my favorite games of all time, if not my favorite one, is actually Half Life Two. Nice. Like it is. There's something about the game that like, like, like spoke to me in a really weird sense. But like, it it is literally my absolute favorite thing. And the idea of them taking the Source engine and taking it even farther after everything that they learned from Portal, and then applying that to gun mechanics. No, to, yeah. I play Portal. Well, it's it's the people Portal's who are awesome. working on that Egypt game. That the that yeah. uh, Valve bought, bought. Yeah. 
Um, um, just just to throw out something else before we move past that, Gary's mod. Yeah, yeah. Gary's oh, yeah. mod Gary's in VR, mod. man. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> but that's Face Punch Studios, though. Oh, it's something completely simple. But also on the Source engine, it, they, made, the source they engine, made Firewatch. Yeah. Well, it was it was you know, oh. literally a mod that became a game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. it. But I mean, they took the Source engine, and the Source engine's just evolved and evolved over time. It's it's literally the most powerful thing. I, one of the most powerful engines. I feel like. Um, in regards to its functionality, like, you know, DICE has got a good-looking engine, but there's something about the Source engine that whenever you're talking about playing around with some physics and everything, it's right. just it's just so satisfying. You play around with physics, yeah. you know, like the Skyrim engine's probably <laughs> the best place to go. Are you kidding me? Literally, you get launched into the yeah. the stratosphere that's, whenever you get hit hey, by man. a giant. <laughs> that's that's physics. Yeah, I guess that makes so. me think of like Morrowind. Of course, oh, strong boy. It's Campo Santo is working on the Half Life Alex, which they made Firewatch, yeah. and they were making in the Valley of Gods before they got bought by Valve. Uh huh. Huh. And then Valve is bought them, and now they're they're working on Half Life Alex. Hmm. But apparently that's what they wanted to do. It's like they 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 like basically pitched to Valve like, "Hey, let's pick up Half Life and actually move it forward." Right, right. So I I love how easy it was to make maps for anything like any source game. I guess. Yeah, I, like, I made I made a, yeah I made a portal map one yeah. time. That so cool. many people like have gotten jobs in the video game industry because of source. They started. Yeah, there. Be, like yeah. you know Amazing. having like and like. I think that's something that, you know, we might be starting to lose is that it used to be a really big thing that like these game developers were making their tools open and including them with the game. Right. Like even like going going as far back as like Age of Empires two had a scenario creator. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, yeah. 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 I, mean, I created a map in there. Uh, you know, the old roller coaster tycoon games had that too. Yeah. Like that used to be just kind of like a common theme that they'd include the build tools with the the game. Uh Morrowind had Build dude, tools with dude, it. Starcraft. Yeah. Did Far Cry have a build tool? Stuff. Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> I might have. Far Cry, and I think Crisis did as well. Yeah, and so, like, you know, that, that, like. Crisis definitely did. So you yeah. still kind of get that with, like, you know, Source Engine and stuff like that. And, like, I guess, like, you don't really get it nearly as much anymore, but I guess now they're like, well, you want to go build something, go get Unity or Unreal go get Engine. Go Unity, and then, you know. Ooh. Pay monies. <laughs> Unity was fun to use, but. D- <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, man. oh, my God, dude. It's just too much. I mean, it really is just too much. Well, it's just like too as soon as you fo- throw source control into the mix, it was like, you know, yeah, what, what is a game? Yeah. I mean, I mean I've having problems with that with RPG Maker. Yeah. Because it's just like, what should be included, what should not be included. Yeah, that's kind of like a difficult thing with the game projects. But, yeah, okay. So, moving on from, like, 2020. Um, 2021? Yeah, so <laughs> what are you guys looking forward to? No. Uh, CES. No, something that we did want to talk about is, so, like, something that's, like, starting to become, like, a new thing that, like, it's going to be, like, the new thing that people are, like, you know, going to be looking to and excited about is, like, video game streaming, um, you know, kind of, like, playing games that you, like, it's not running in your house, it's running somewhere in like you know in the class yes. in somewhere the in a very remote area of like <laughs> it's just running in virginia like, google yeah, stadia virginia. No project X cloud. cloud us east one uh, <laughs> 32 ping Let's go. everybody's getting into it microsoft has got the x cloud google's got stadia individual people who want to actually have their own system they use uh parsec mm-hmm. you have uh what's that new dell console that 
AWS is doing one as well yeah. too. Um, a, they they haven't announced it completely yet, but they've already started buying up studios. It's a hot topic. Although Nintendo's founder seems to think that it's never going to be a thing, and there's a long time see, away. That's, but that's what I think is so sad. Is like I think with their partnership with Xbox, they're like in the perfect market to have X Cloud on the switch like how yeah. badass would that be you know i think and, nintendo may be making a wrong call there yeah Think about it physical media let's take the scenario of music every single piece of music is streamed now yeah right. nobody yeah. owns cds hardly right. nobody uh, owns it's for novelty. i just sold novelties. two right, vinyls yeah. today to buy pokemon silver so. well see like you know <laughs> part of the other thing with like physical media though is that i just i just feel like the game industry might need to be just going to a different way than like discs it's yeah. like you know <laughs> We've like physical media can be like made into a little bitty tiny chip and like you know it's basically a solid state and it can be read a lot faster. Why are we not getting just mini SSD drives that are now cartridges? Yeah. yeah. Let's go back to NES where like I get Hell I just yeah. gotta shove my SSD into the <laughs> Xbox Series X. I mean, yeah, even like even like the and I hate this game. Fallout you blow 76. on the pins. <laughs> Fallout seventy six is a physical copy. It's like you open the box and it was just like a cardboard cutout and like hey here's your code go download it. So like, <laughs> dude, that happened to me when I bought Battlefield. Four. Yeah, it's like no, hey, no, Battlefield One. Hey, you got your physical copy? And yeah, like, yeah. You waited in line for this overnight? Yeah, <laughs> you the go case. download the game. Like, like yeah, cool. I, I bought, I bought, like, dude, I, I had no idea that was a thing when I bought Battlefield One, and I got the box in the mail, and I opened the wrapping, and I opened up the the box, and there's just a damn piece of paper <laughs> yeah, in there with the code. I was like, yeah. I was like, what the f is this? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's too big. There was a special edition. <laughs> what was it? Played. Was it was it like the special edition of like Mirror's Edge? It's like 150 bucks, and it didn't come with the game. Like yeah. it didn't come with yeah, the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't, yeah, it it didn't come with the game, game at all. Like it wasn't even a download. There was just like no game. It was like this is gaming. You don't even get the game. <laughs> no, I mean, like I, I truly believe that streaming is the future. I just don't believe that America as an yeah, infrastructure, it's not ready for has it. the internet to really do it. Like, I mean, I have Stadia and I have 200 down. And I, I have perfect internet for it and i i rarely run into an issue but like none of the games are there for it yeah whereas with xbox with their with what they're doing every game is free yeah and like, i get i just have to play I I, I I don't even have to plug it in i just have to set up an xbox controller bluetooth with my phone and i, yeah. I you think you have to have really low latency for that yeah. to work. Like, i think consistent I mean, low it, latency it works even great like... for xboxes stuff and it works mm-hmm. great for stadia for me but the fact that Stadia has nothing that's new other than, uh, what is it, Darksiders Genesis, yeah. uh, which is basically just Diablo in Darksiders skin, like, why would I purchase a game on their system? It just seems like a fragile system. I mean, like, you have one, one network node in the large i mean like are they going to distribute their streaming sense uh, like centers all over the place basically they do like, they yeah have to, right? that's okay. how it works so yeah so like we're lucky because we're in close to i want to see what bobby has to say here what are we gonna say man <laughs> so like me like i think what xbox is doing now with their ultimate game pass is it's really it is really really good like right whenever you get the ultimate game pass you have access to this huge library of stuff and yeah you have to download the games and like that's for me that's that's good yeah, but like also, I appreciate what PS Now does with with streaming. It's like you, I mean, they're both subscription models. Like everything's turned to a subscription model now. So, I think that if you have the internet for it, subscription or streaming is going to be the way to go. I think that's kind of where it's going now. But I think ultimately, yeah, the movement away from physical would probably be a little bit better, just because 
what Xbox, I mean, it's proven to me, as far as I can tell, that, like, if you have this massive library where you can just download the game and it just runs off your solid state or whatever, uh, and you can play online with it and you're not, you know, you know, constantly streaming this data in, that that works for me. But because I've had sometimes where it's like I have, I have okay internet like now and I've, I would, you know, streaming off PS now. And I've had, like, you know, instances where it's like, hey, make sure your game, you saved your game because uh, we're having some issues. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then it's like, it'll just cut off. And I'm like, I literally have no other problems on any other, like, system in my house. Like, what's going on? And it's like, oh, data corrupted because it got cut off while you were saving. And I was like, cool, thanks. No. So, like, you know, so, like, I like streaming. I think it's a great idea. I don't have, like, a streaming console, I guess, besides the PS4, if you want to count PS now. But, like, I kind of, like, am leaning towards more of the of the Xbox Game Pass, like, Game Pass model because... When you have access to all this stuff and it's like, hey, do you have this game? And it's like, I don't know. It's like, do you have the Game Pass? Like, yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Go download it and then you can play with me. Streaming has become a big part of my life. I mean, mainly in regards to like, like it, it's it's not even the fact that I travel all that much. It's yeah. just if you guys saw at my house, my tower is right there next to my TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a keyboard for it hooked up or anything. Literally, the only thing that I run is controller, Steam, big picture mode, and then the rest of it is using Parsec to stream within the house. Yeah. Um, to laptops, my phone. I have a special setup on my PS4 controller to hold my phone, so I can play like games that are controller driven. Like um, I've been playing. Uh, uh, from the Ashes, the, okay. the Dark yeah. Souls-ish one, mm-hmm. um, and then like Destiny and stuff like that plays through there. And it's really awesome because it does actually work really well. And it actually works halfway decently outside of the home, too, because I have gig internet here. Jesus. Um, I don't have two. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying, though. Showing up so like 200. <laughs> See, that's, that's what I'm I, saying, I, And I can, do, I can do up to 4K, okay? Ooh. But I want to go ahead Ooh. and I want to I say something really, really problematic with, with you know what Stadia is doing. Is that they actually offer 4K, but it actually is not 4K at all. It is upscaled from, I would even say... Is it upscaled from 1080? Or 720? I I, I would say even 720, because it looks worse. It looks worse playing some of these games, like Destiny looks worse on there than whenever I'm playing it on my PC or whenever I play it on PS4, because I have it on all three consoles, okay? But Destiny also runs slower. It's got more... It's it's got a fuzziness to it, and I don't believe it's the decoding because, like I said, I've got basically perfect connection, and they do have a data center here in mm-hmm. Dallas as well too. So we're in one of the prime locations for it. I don't know, man. Like, do you feel you like can't charge full price for a game I'm, whenever you're not even getting the console yeah, experience? Because right. it doesn't feel like the console. I was going to ask you: Do you feel like that's a little bit unethical calling it 4K when it's? It oh, seems yeah. to be upscale. absolutely. It absolutely is not yep. ethical, man. Yeah. It's 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 not it's not. And right to sit there and, and, and say that it's as powerful because one of the things is, is to play a little devil's advocate it's an engineering problem right that's how they're getting around it yeah and that's what they have to do but it's is it ethical no. mm, I would say just say 1080p <laughs> call it 1080p because Upscaled, right? the thing is is that I mean if you would have said that from the get go alright awesome cool just you be know, pr- but, transparent right well, yeah. yeah the thing that got me was is that they marketed it also as a replacement for PC for all of them there's a reason why you can play with the mouse and keyboard which is why I went with um, Stadia instead of Project Cloud um, because of the fact that you can play it like a PC. And so my main gaming rig is actually not my my direct connection to my uh, PC. I have a, uh, in my office, I have a dock for my MacBook, and I actually play mostly off of my MacBook, and I'll play like, you know, 
Star Wars The Old Republic or I'll play Destiny and everything like that. And the latency is so low and it is so well handled on Parsec that I can go through and it's just like having it right next to me. I have it all hard lined in. It mm. runs like it's in the same room. I can't tell a difference now. Granted, I'm not going to be doing, you know, professional like streaming or anything like that, but it, it gets the job done. The other thing too is you have a lot of people that use this, this software parsec. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, definitely check it out. It is the best streaming service that you can get out there completely free too. You install it on one computer and then install it on the other computer. One acts as a server, one acts as the client. What kind of media can you stream? Anything. Everything. It literally okay. streams your desktop, but the latency is so low and it's so fast and so high quality that it actually is, I mean, like I said, like having the computer right there. And also, it's encoding and decoding is actually not too heavy on a processor to the point where I'm running on a PC that was built about six, seven years ago, and it still runs like a champion. And I play on an older, I play on an older um, uh, MacBook too, you know, and I play wireless and I play with a Ethernet cable in there and they both work fine. So the thing is, is that not only can you do that with your own computers, but you can also use their newest mode that they created to kind of combat against the large guys making cloud gaming now. It's called arcade mode. So people can set up their computers as essentially arcades or arcade machines that you can just hop in and play. And this allows people to play games that were originally local Mm co-op or local split screen, you know, together. It allows people to play emulators together. And it's it's wicked fast, to be honest with you, man. I mean, it's, I would say it has roughly about the same performance as Google Stadia does, which doesn't make sense to me. But their explanation is, is that instead of using higher-level languages to actually develop out this system, they have access and actually write up a lot of their code on lower-level languages in order to better interface with the hardware components. So says their website. I don't know anything about how the actual code is written, but it, there's something about it that works better than anything that... Google's doing right now. But I will say at the same time, I am interested to see what Stadia is going to be doing here in the next year because the other thing that Stadia just released or Google just released is on the Chrome browsers. The next step is going to be streaming VR and they just added in the Jesus. base work for web VR on the Chrome browser. So maybe in time we could actually have a little bit more accessible VR. To be honest with you, if you can yeah. stream you know, to any cell phone, imagine being able to stream like full-fledged 4k even if it's upscaled 4k vr to an oculus quest because i'm pretty sure quest only does like 720p quality images essentially because it is a cell phone essentially in a screen that'd be but i mean still like when i tested out the quest over thanksgiving like you did try the quest yeah i tried it and it's fucking amazing like i played super hot vr on quest yeah it's great well like even just getting into it you start by saying hey here's the area where i can walk around and it like builds the game around the fact that you only have a limited area. Mm-hmm. So like I really think that's the future of VR is like no computer, just it's all within the system right there. And if it can combine with, hey, I'm streaming it from a PC to your headset and then go. Yeah, and I honestly think that Stadia would be good for that because we already don't have very high quality VR. Like, I mean, VR is high quality, but there's always the screen door effect. The issues that I complain about with Stadia could be negated if you were playing in VR because the thing is that VR you're already going to have not 4K resolution. You're not going to have you know perfect imagery. You're always going to be able to see the screen door if you really try to look for it. 
But to be able to have, you know, a smaller package, basically having a cell phone in the headset, and that's just it right there. No wires, just, you know, an AC network connection streaming to it. You could potentially build a truly comfortable headset, VR headset, and actually have a powerful one at that, too, with the same footprint as, say, an Oculus Go or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the only issue with streaming is that. Oh, okay, not the only issue. I'm, I don't know too much about the entire domain to make a very large general statement like that. But uh, one thing that I feel like we haven't talked about is like, well, what kind of applications of virtual reality could be uh, useful for individual consumers, like within their own home, where you wouldn't necessarily have internet access? Could you use virtual reality for like some smart home related? issues maybe like a security system i think that's where ar would be coming in ar yeah that that could be super helpful too right yeah that's yeah i mean like looking through walls seeing where your security cameras are and like yeah wow that's actually a really cool idea yeah yeah in general i like technology that uh has decentralized like control and it's difficult to do that with streaming because it's like well really the hardware that is actually running and doing all the processing is somewhere else that you don't own and if you have an entire ecosystem built around that concept then you lose that capability of like oh i can run all this really cool capabilities here that's why i like parsec man yeah yeah i I mean i i definitely think it's possible like kind of the stuff you're saying is just a matter of like is it going to get cheap enough for the everyday consumer and that's that's kind of where we're at it's like games are like the obvious thing for vr but like you know moms and dads they're not going to want to play games they're going to want to use it for some sort of utility which doesn't quite exist yet you know like what is the thing that's ultimately going to get them in like that's why the wii was so successful and the ps2 yeah don't forget about the free dvd yeah, player the free mm-hmm. dvd player the wii which had wii sports you know what is that for vr we don't have it yet or maybe flying a quadcopter or something. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that would be direct connection. freaking cool. Now, like being able to... pod racing. <laughs> now this is pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we need to go ahead and start bringing this back around. Unless anybody has something any like super pressing. No, nah, man. We're no. Good. All right. Nah, cool. Good. The only depressing thing is that... Pressing, not live, depressing. I can't live in the VR-scape. <laughs> <laughs> Why, though? Not yet. Why, Your though? <laughs> I want my wife to... Just, just, just watch uh, Sword Art Online, and uh, I'm sure you'll get this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Good. So, coming back around to the beers. Uh, first beer that we had today was... Um, Moon excuse Tower. Me, Moon Tower. It's a black Kolsch from... Uh, Oasis, Ooh. Texas Brewing Company. That's down there in uh, Austin. Uh, this is really light beer. It's like 5.4% ABV, 18 IBUs. It's pretty nice. Uh, so, yeah, Joseph. Yeah, so if you read the can here, it says it has a light, crisp flavor. And I would agree to that to a point, being that it is a black coat. And um, personally, I want to give this a 7 out of 10. And it's still very, like, bready, very, like... Mm-hmm. That's the flavor of it, and it made yeah. me think particularly of like pumpernickel bread, just because it's like darker, a little bit, you know, more um, full-bodied, I would say. Um, but yeah. the light and crisp mouthfeel is is spot on, um, even still with that. But yeah, seven out of ten for me. Cool, Mark. Alrighty, well, uh, so I'm kind of a, a newer like connoisseur of beer as the last like you know eight months to a year, so I can't really give you a great explanation of everything, but. I have to say I did like this, and I would actually agree with a lot of things that, that Joseph said about it. It kind of had, like, a creamier taste to it. And, um, yeah, I liked it. 
Would you drink it again? I would actually drink this again. So I've been kind of moving from sours lately to like darker beers. And like, I guess it is darker beer season right now. Okay. okay. I just oh, want to wow. say like yeah. I love that your introduction to craft beer has been sours. Like, because none of us started at sours. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's that's <laughs> like, a very that's, interesting yeah. you know entry point. Yeah. Where did we all start actually with craft beers? For me, it was Hefeweizens. Right. The first craft beer I really that really imprinted on me was Left Hand Milk Stout. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> Answer your own question, um, yeah, Bobby. Yeah, where so, did you start? This uh, beer was definitely black, definitely dark, like uh, Paul Mooney. It was. Uh, I liked it a lot. I really appreciated the uh, like the dark chocolate taste to it. It had um, the mouthfeel was really nice. I would drink it again. I'm gonna give it a seven and a half out of ten. Yeah, buddy. Um, I appreciated the little uh, coffee and dark chocolate notes the most. Um, not my favorite, but it was still really good. I, I, I would I would get a six pack of this. It's good. You should get it. <laughs> All right, me. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you Lebowski. All right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I. So uh, just looking back at what I noted on uh, Untapped, I, I gave it like a roasty, coffee, smoky, clean, light flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it an eight out of ten. Like I actually kind of liked it as. Um, it, like to me, it's not quite as heavy if you're going for like a milk stout, but it's still like Zach just said encompasses that kind of dark flavor you're going for yeah. in the colder, colder months of the year. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. I would definitely get it again, um, especially like Moon Towers right next to my parents' place. So like the w- what they're referencing in Austin is okay, cool. Is cool. <laughs> yeah, Zach. Seven and a half out of ten. Word. The reason why is that I actually liked this dark beer for once. (laughs) Everybody who knows me on the cast knows that I like a light beer. Yes, yes, that's right. I like Kolsch styles. Specifically, Mm -hmm. one of my favorite Kolsches that I've ever had was Armadillo Ale Works watermelon Kolsch style that they do every summer. Nice, refreshing, light the thing about this beer is that it's light, but it isn't afraid to have some flavor, and mainly that flavor is chocolate, dark chocolate, and it kind of reminds me almost like a Dunkelweizen, similar to like what they make from uh, Shiner. They have that Dunkelweizen that they do. The... Yeah, the Dunkelweizen is their uh, holiday cheer. Yeah, mm. and it's 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 this kind of reminds me of that for some reason. Um, it's very very drinkable, and with it being winter months, like this is the time whenever I would be drinking something like this. You know, I would even say an eight would be would be up there. I would actually go out and get this if if I were to find it in stores relatively easily. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna echo the seven and a half out of ten. Um, definitely good. Definitely had that roasty character in it, with like you know still like pretty light as Kolsch's go, um, which is like you know kind of what they're supposed to be. But interesting looking it up on uh, Untapped. Rather than really kind of listing it as a Kolsch style, it's called a it's a Schwartz beer. Oh. Which um, what is a Schwartz beer? Like I wish I could tell you, but that's a style that I haven't really quite committed to memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I'd say this because that's what it's listed as. as. <laughs> uh, but no, I liked it. You know, it was it was it was light, but also kind of having some of the qualities of a dark beer. Mm. Uh, it was pretty good. So I liked it, yeah. So moving on to the second beer, we had the Friday IPA from Martin House Brewing Company, which six uh, percent ABV. Joseph told tells us that it's listed as kind of a New England style from 
uh, Fort Worth, a Fort Worth brewery that we we know. And I like this beer. Like I'm gonna go ahead and say that I like this one from Martin House because it's not one of their crazy eclectic beers. Yeah, I, that, and, the and, squid ink and menthol yeah. is weird. <laughs> like like in, in, in like recent years, Martin House has, been, has just been going on like this kick of what they really have the, crazy. They have the freaking uh, the pickle beer. Yeah, the best made pickle beer. They're just like best trying to figure out like you know pickle. the craziest things. That is they it can any put good? That was, I, I that haven't tried. I no, haven't we had it at it. the state fair. Yes. Did we really? Yeah, yeah that, we did. It, uh, I haven't found huh. it. Yeah, you, 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 you and me, Zach, and Mark was there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. I know Mark it, was there. There was like a they, they put they like a jalapeno there. slice in it. I think oh yes, yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> like what the hell? The pickle yeah. beer was good. You, you, that was a choice. You didn't it was, have to. It was yeah. weird. It, it was yeah. good, but it's not something that I'm going to go and out and buy a six pack of. Like it's it's a novelty. Well, yeah. you got against pickles. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah, I mean, it's just not something that I'm going to drink every day. Pickles, huh? Well, like like so like my my main point here is that like Martin House has been putting a lot of focus into just like eclectic stuff like. Excuse me, putting like you know, trying to do a lot of crazy things and like seeing what they can push push the bill with, which is cool. But I don't feel like they've you been give, I don't feel like they've been giving enough attention to their core lineup, yeah. like just regular beers, beers that like you know the beer community will enjoy, not like hey, this try is this, this is try wild. this ramen beer, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> try this beer. That was Collective Brewing <laughs> Company though, yeah. but they're they're God. closed now. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just want to say. I just want to say, bring, <laughs> bring Bubble Haze IPA back. To house. That was amazing. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and turn it on to you. Wait, what's your score? Joseph. No, I, I'm not giving a score yet. I was just what? Kind of yeah, I'm, was, I'm just, I'm just setting up the beer right now. Mystery, right. mystery score. Yeah. Yeah, no, so Friday IPA by Martin House. I like this beer. Um, although my judgment may sound harsh, I did really enjoy this beer. The reason my judgment is harsh is because I'm judging it against Hetty Topper, which is the hey. New England IPA, mm. if you ask me, right? So I'm going to give this a 6.5 out of 10. It's meant to emulate that Northeastern North uh, New England style IPA, which is uh, more piney, more a little mm-hmm. more citrusy, mm. um, like very delicious greenery sort of um, IPA that kind of just refreshes you, right? The reason this loses points for me is because it – sticks in your mouth in a little bit of the wrong way. I dislike the aftertaste that kind of sticks around in my mouth because um, yeah. I still taste it. I haven't quite finished this beer yet even. And that's that's the reason it's losing points for me. Um, but I, I did enjoy drinking it. I'm going to obviously finish this glass and it's, it's still good. So it gets six and a half. It's uh, not under a five for sure. So um, yeah, that's me. What, what about you, Mark? So for me, I actually... The first time I looked at this, it made me think of uh, the Deep Elm IPA because the color scheme is mm. so similar. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I also just kind of tangentially related, I really like the Martin House, uh, all of like the can art that they have. It's actually really <laughs> yeah. great. Um, so it when I saw it like that, from my perspective, that's kind of what I was comparing it against. And it is definitely, it's a different, it's a, it's a, it's a different IPA for sure. So I would say it's, it tastes to me less hoppy. Mm. It definitely tastes less like that, and it was mm. interesting too because I think I feel like this is like one of the first IPAs that I've really noticed a lot of particulates like mm-hmm. in the. Yeah, it's definitely beer. unfiltered, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And those those will be the little bits of yeast that that you're seeing. Ah, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so I actually I liked it. I liked it pretty good. Uh, for me, in the sense of like IPAs, I w- I'd probably give it like an eight out of ten. Uh, I actually enjoyed it. So, yeah. All right. So looking around, uh, actually going off of Joseph a little bit. The stick in your mouth feel. Looking around at everyone's glass here, it's very lacy. It's sticking yeah. to the insides of the glasses and stuff like that. Lacy. I, Ooh. I kind of, 
I actually kind of didn't like this IPA. And I usually like IPAs a lot. But, like, it definitely sticks in your mouth a lot. I feel like it's sticking to, like, the back of my throat, side of my tongue kind of tonsil feeling, which I don't like. Very piney. did have citrus in it. It, was, it had a good taste to it. But the aftertaste is something I didn't really agree with. Um, it's not my favorite IPA. And I'm kind of picky when it comes to it. Like, my favorite IPA is probably, like, I don't know. Hop Slam. Yeah, probably Hop Slam. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's either Hop Slam or it's either Manhattan Project's... Uh, oh, uh, Half-Life? Half-Life. 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 Oh, man. That's some, that's some good stuff. So, whenever it comes against those, I don't know, man. Like, I'm going to give this one a five and, a five and a half. It wasn't my favorite. It was still good. I still pe- think people should drink this. But once you start drinking other IPAs, I don't know if you would come back to this, is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. That's my only issue, issue with it. But, like, I would... I would if I saw it and this is like an IPA, you know, on the shelf and it was the only one, like, yeah, I'll, I'll get it. But if there's other ones there. I'd, if it's what was available. Yeah. I'm just like, eh, it's all right. It's, I would uh, drink it begrudgingly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a six because I, I, I still enjoyed it. But I like the aftertaste was something like, what what's going on right here? Like, why is, why is my mouth salivating like this? So, uh, yeah, six. Yeah, I think I'd give it a seven. Um I, I like the citrus, I like the hot flavor, but it just lingers so long that it's like, I, it would ruin any food you're trying to eat with it. Mm-hmm. Like, like this feels like they're really trying for an IPA that's on its own, but then it's like, it's there too long. I like, and I just don't like that. Like, yeah, I, like one of the best things about IPA is like how much flavor you can pack in with all those hops. Mm-hmm. But if it's if it's there so long, it becomes like my breath stinks. Taste, you know, <laughs> like when you can taste your breath. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, that that's what this is becoming, and I, I dislike that. And yeah, like I'd give it a seven. Like it is a good flavor. It is it is a really good beer. But I mean, I don't know. Like this is just passing, I guess, in my opinion. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, it just lingers gotcha. a little bit. Too yeah, long. yeah. Like I mean. I'd get this if I go to Martin House, but I don't think I'd buy this at the store. For sure. Zach? I give this a six. (laughs) I did not like it all that much. It was fine. Actually, you know what? Five, maybe four. I said five and a half. It's dropping. It's dropping the more (laughs) that I think about it because of every second that this stays in my mouth, it ruins my time a little bit more. Um, okay. It it is an IPA. I don't necessarily like IPAs the most, but yeah, the lingering taste is not something that somebody who doesn't necessarily enjoy the style, uh, it's, it's not something that, you know, you would, you would really want to have as a quality or a trait. Um, I will say I am glad it's not overpowering up front though. Um, it definitely is dank, but it is not necessarily like punch you straight in the face as soon as you take a sip. It's just, it overstays its welcome. It's that one guy where the party ended like two hours ago and he's like just rummaging through your fridge. You mean me? No, I, mean, I totally don't do that. You're a welcome visitor though. This guy smells like shit. Yeah. yeah I, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, we'll keep it out of five. I, I would drink it again if you put it in front of me, I guess. <laughs> It's not bush. <laughs> Don't even bring it up. Oh, my God. It's coming I, out. I hate bush. Brad, your turn, buddy. All right. Well, I think I'm going to go around six, six and a half for this one. Um, because, you know, like I said kind of at the beginning, I like that they're trying to go for a regular beer. But, um, you know, for the style, it falls a bit short. 
Um, and it's so like I did really like the aroma. I'm gonna say that that had like it was good. And they had a really like they had a lot of Chinook hops in there, which is one of my favorites. It's one that I brew with a lot, so like that was a really good uh, aroma they had going on there. But so first of all, one thing I'm going to point out is that these were canned in June, so um, they might be a little old geez, for yeah. for this style. That's very very low. old. Six seven what? months ago. Yeah. So nice. you know you you, you kind of want to like for when, when you're trying to pick up something. And you're trying to go for kind of like the New England style. That's a style that you want to try and drink as fresh as possible. And I am one of those guys that you'll see me in the liquor store or, you know, wherever I'm buying beer and I'm checking cans. I'm looking for their date. So this is a little – see, I did not look at the bottom of the can. Yeah. I, I saw, you know, this thing. I looked it up. It said Northeast and North New England. I was like, yeah. yep, Ooh. this should be good. Because, like, so, so Tups is one of my favorite DFW breweries right now out of McKinney. They make a uh, juice pack and they have a oh. DDH series that revolves all the time. Yeah. And those are best fresh. And so like I go to Total Wine here in Denton and I'm checking the bottom because up front will be the, the beers that are like six months old. But if you keep looking <laughs> kind of through there, you might find one that's like one or two months old. It's like, that, that's the one I'll get. Yeah. And like, it makes a big difference in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, so like, that's definitely one thing. And we were talking about how this is hazy and you kind of look at it. There's like a lot of solid particulate going on in this one. It's yeah. not, it's not very heavily filtered. And I'm wondering kind of, if it's not just yeast that's in this particulate, maybe we got a little bit of maybe some pellet hot particulate going on in there. Mm. And mm. if that's the case, the longer this sits, the more that that vegetal matter is going to kind of sit in the beer and kind of do some stuff with it. And, I, like, I do get, like, kind of on the sides of yeah. your tongue is where, like, that, that hot flavor is really kind of lingering, yeah. kind of sitting. And I think that's kind of the problem with it. Yeah, it definitely sitting at the sides and the back, like near the tonsils. Yeah. Huh. So I, I really think that's kind of the thing going on here with this beer. Otherwise, it'd be like probably a good oh, beer. Yeah, so, so if we if yeah. we had you know a fresher one where it wasn't like sitting so long with like you know it's kind of matter in there, maybe maybe it'll be a little bit better. So that's kind of my opinion on it. But like I said, I really want like Martin House used to make some really good solid beers, and I want them to kind of get back to that with like just you know normal beers, not just <laughs> all the eclectic stuff. Like they're, they're doing some cool things, the eclectic thing, thing, thing like you know. For sure, but like I want to see some good beers coming out of them. They need to, they need to put some focus into some staples. Um, yeah, some staples yeah, because yeah. as they, my dad said, you need a normal beer to sell it, and then the regular or the the exotic yeah. stuff to get people. Like in. I couldn't even like if you ask me, I can't even tell you what a like a normal beer from Martin House is. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of true. Yeah. What's Martin House? I don't know. <laughs> but alrighty, whose yeah. house? Our house, the board house. Yeah, moving on from that. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up here. Um, So I've completely just kind of blanked on what it would board house. Selfie time. Yeah. So (laughs) thanks for listening. You know. Uh, keep checking us out on, you know, beers of the round Um, we'll, we're, we're going to keep trying to do episodes once a month now. I think we're starting to get fall into that groove. We're finally getting our act together. Yeah. So yeah, that's like yeah. 2020 collective goal for 2020. Yeah. So like, you know, I do my normal spiel, but basically if you can find a podcast on that website, we're going to be on there, you know, just go to your favorite podcast place. Um, check out flicks. Yeah. Check out flicks. Hey, you know, if you want to go remove re- review, that movie, <laughs> if you want to remove that movie or TV show that you just saw, Karen and I just started The Crown. It's 
pretty good, except my favorite character already died. Spoiler alert. Caitlin and I have been watching that as well. It's, uh, it's, it's good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. It's so, a good drama. It's a drama. Yeah, it's a drama. So, you know, go go get on Flix. Go find us on Flix. Um, it's good stuff on the App Store and Google Play. Um, so listen to us. Thanks for joining us. Catch us next month. Uh, all that good stuff. Be sure to crack a cold one with your boys. Ooh. Ooh.